Hello, I'm Dr. Kathleen Hall, and this is The Way I See It. And I'm John Bailey, and this is The Way I See It. Hi, John. Hello. Hi, Bailey. Excuse me. I got so excited. I was calling you I Jonathan. Wanted to, I wanted to do first and last name. I felt left out. You know, I didn't want to be like the Madonna, the Shares, the Seals, where it's just one name. Maybe in the future. Seal. I like it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, just, uh, you can still call me Bailey. Oh, yeah. I love to call him Bailey, <laughs> but I'll, you know, that old thing, you can call me John, you can call me. Yeah. But anyway, so um, what we're going to talk about today is it's the beginning of the new year it's 2020 happy new year and i think it's the new decade it's the new decade it's the new decade so it's time for us to get real with life if we want to or not yeah it's time we had a little pre-conversation about do we really want to get real or not or whatever (laughs) but it's about you know the conversation today is take back your life Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um take back your life in january of 2020 or of any day of the week any hour of the day at a stoplight take it back but i think it's really really important that we are beginning 2020 and we all know right now whether it's the fires in Australia that are making me cry with the kangaroos. Oh my gosh! And that the video. koala bears. So anyway, that uh, we're in the middle of uh, Iran Iraq situation. We're in the middle of the beginning of a new year, and uh, a lot of us are getting our income taxes already together. What we made last year are coming, ten ninety nines, etc., are coming to go. Wow, I didn't make anything, or wow, I made that. What? What do <laughs> what I happened? have to show for it? <laughs> Piles of Where receipts from go? restaurants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, and and no sky miles. So so what did I do? My life in shambles. Just tons of Kit Kat yes. bars. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where mine went. And my tweets are down and my likes are down and god my life is down the crapper but anyway back to back to business it's really quite stressful is my point about that and you can get distracted very very mm-hmm. easily so but as you and i talk about this i you know me and my mindfulness and my mindful living you don't have a right to unplug from everything all the time we have to plug in we're a human family mm-hmm. and we're in charge of this little universe and this little earthly planet we're in this together we're in this together and so another thing is i, I just want to make sure that we don't do the two different things i call it uh as we go into 2020 groundhog day and you know are we living? If anybody's seen the movie, it's one of the greatest movies to wake you up that you've ever seen, Groundhog Day. Oh, oh Groundhog Day. Yes. And if, and, and if not, you need to watch it because that's kind of what we do. And we're going to talk about this in another podcast because we're going to talk about the difference between goals and intentions. Mm, yeah. And, um, and that's going to be an interesting podcast. But, you know, are we living like I tend to do a lot? I've got to watch out. I'm type A, you know, all these other problem, not problem, challenges in this human lifetime. So I'm a list girl. And so, but have it gotten to the point that I wake up and have week, daily lists, weekly lists, monthly lists. <laughs> and then really it's like Groundhog Day. All you're doing is marking off the list and then creating a new list, whether it's right. getting new light bulbs or whether it's because all of us work. And we have to manage our homes and our lives mm-hmm, and the yeah. grocery store, mundane things. But also, we can become 
list people. And remember, there's a, a brain science behind lists too that is very gratifying. And we're, again, I don't want to go on to another podcast we're going to talk about, about, oh, I did, what did you do on your list? Because my husband and, you know, our marriage got into some problems mm-hmm. because we're both so efficient and such workaholics that it was, what did you do today instead of what did you do fun? Or what uh-huh. did the cat do? Or what did you eat that was absolutely delicious? And then what it does, too, it opens up the conversation that if you didn't, then something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Instead of, hey, I got down to four on my list. What'd you do? Oh, I called <laughs> the air conditioning. They're coming to change the filters. Oh, good, honey. You were supposed to do that last week. I'm so proud of you. Yes. Yeah. Well, one of our horses needs to be bred. So I called up to see if, the, well, good. That was number one, two. Oh, very good. So in our lives, as busy as they are, you can get these frigging, I, I Kind of tried to give self edit cursing. I'm trying to, I'm trying <laughs> to stop it. cursing again. Um, these lists can go on forever. So anyway, Groundhog Day. You don't want to keep doing that, please God. Mm. Second is um, living life in a fog, okay. and I really mean it. I call it. We use brain fog in science and neuroscience. Now we talk about it. Um, you know, with all kinds of dementia or all kinds of other diseases mm-hmm. and challenges that we have in this stressful world. But my concern is brain fog on a day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month, year-to-year, because we're so overwhelmed. Because what we know is stress is caused by what we can't control. Mm -hmm. We have less stress about what we can control. So it makes sense that you and I love animals. We're thinking about these animals getting burned up in these fires. We're thinking about Iraq and Iran. There's nothing we can do there. Mm-hmm. We're thinking about climate change. We're th- you get it? We yeah. can go from one thing to another to another, and we feel helpless. And so that's why we go into a fog. We just go, hey, man, I'm getting my triple latte and I'm right. rolling down my windows, mm-hmm. and I'm not thinking, turn up the music, huh? Bailey, turn up that music. You know, that we can do that. Yeah. And and now, since people aren't even watching centralized news or programming, they're going off on their own, um, you know, uh, alternatives to right, cable right, right. And, and whatever, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the fire stick and yeah, every, streaming streaming whatever. and everything else you get what you want so you can live in another kind of a fog of i only see listen and do what i want right and that keeps me in my safe fog buy the games you want to ba- buy for your you know game player and you play the same games mm-hmm. you know and you think wow i've really made a difference i was playing games by myself but now i'm playing with a friend <laughs> or i'm playing online and we have a challenge but it can still be the same fog so mine is mindless habitual lives are fog and we were created each of us whether you believe in god or not my husband is a very big agnostic but even in all of his years of practicing medicine and our daughter in her lesser years but she's been practicing a long time mm-hmm. now yeah they're both very agnostic non-religious but they know that something happens. They know that there is some mm. greater force out there. They've seen it in patients. They've seen it in their lives. They've seen it when they leave a patient at two o'clock and in the morning and Jim writes on his notes or something, she's decided to die and she probably won't be alive for five more minutes. And he goes back home and the nurse tells him that she died at 2.03. So we, we know wow. that there's a lot, you know, 
20 patients and you do the same procedures, some get healed, some don't. I mean, they're doing the same, the same thing. thing. Yeah, yeah there, mm-hmm. there are all kinds right. of combinations and permutations that we don't know. And there is some kind of energetic, divine, if you want to call it that, scientific physics. There is some force or the right. force, as we used to say in Star Wars and the other things, the force, a force. Uh, it's called vortex. Don't with a get lot me of spir- started on that. It's called vortex and a lot of spiritualities, as you well know. Vortex, yeah. Vortex. Um, so anyway, uh, what we're going to talk about today is take back your life, okay? You you don't deserve. You were not created. Don't desert uh, your life. You were created to not live in a fog and to not live Groundhog Day. So that's what I hope you and I are going to put our little toe in the water today. How does that sound? It sounds great. For a little introduction. To? To 2020. 2020. So how is your... Tw- this is hilarious. Um, Bailey got here and one of the first things, hey, what did you do? And in the old days, it was like, oh, we went to Hawaii or we went to Costa Rica or we, Jim and I go to this think tank. We go to the think tank every year right after Christmas and we come, oh, all these brainiac people and we come back with, oh, I'm going to discover a new cure for cancer or... Going to get my Nobel Peace Prize. Exactly. I'm going to learn how to grow limbs to bodies that don't have oh, whatever yeah. big... I'm Baby going to livers. the moon. Yes. <laughs> and, and I was telling Bailey, I said, you know, but the other other side is we get just Jim and I get despondent when we come back from these huge think tanks and yeah. and and it's like oh my god maybe I won't be Neil deGrasse Tyson or maybe I won't you know write a, a, a seminal book on on how to save the planet whatever it is right uh, you know we hang around at this think tank particular presidents Supreme Court justices mm-hmm. you know heads of major studios all kinds of that do ridiculous things oh yeah ridiculous things mm-hmm. so then i come home and i want to get my little stuffed animal it's a turtle and i want to get in bed with my little turtle and you know put on netflix and what, did I, what did I just tell you groundhog day and fog <laughs> yeah 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 i, I just want to go my life is crap <laughs> i mean i it's in the crapper i could never do this again uh like these people and and blah blah so and we were talking about this that one of the big things therapists said that they saw was uh one of the biggest problems of the top 5 problems was people coming in saying it's it's envy it's social media envy mm-hmm. that they see just yeah. like me coming back from that meeting which i decided not to attend this year all of these people like this is my new this is my body these are the friends i had over um this is the trip we took uh, this is my new life. I have a book contract in the deal. Look how happy I am. And, um, and of course, you and I don't check to see if these pictures are photoshopped, but because we're trying to be kind and compassionate. Just photoshopping people in. <laughs> but you and I talked about it because you walked in and you said, I said, hey, what'd you do? And when you said, what'd you say? You Oh, yeah, we did <laughs> nothing. You know, my girlfriend, we went to visit family and did the whole Christmas thing. And then, you know, the did time nothing. between the 26th of December and like the 3rd of January, absolutely nothing. We watched television, played video games. We went, I told you, we went to the grocery store. That was like the only productive thing right. so I, I went to the bank too right and he, he came in well i burst out laughing i couldn't control myself yeah because you know we usually come in prepare for the podcast and stuff but i just couldn't control myself yeah. i went oh! <laughs> i said i can't believe it uh, we did the same thing we did nothing yeah you said and, you went to the farm yeah and yeah. i said i said you know this time of year we always get motivated at the end of the year with these high-powered think tank people yeah. and i went i can't take it i can't take 
one more thing that can possibly make me feel bad or this or that. And so that's how we began this, talking about 2020. Yeah. And then I told uh, him, I said, well, it's kind of funny you said that because I received a card. Uh, a late Christmas card from somebody who just moved. And and so it's a montage of pictures. And it's got her in her size four body, um, you know, and, and very thin and gorgeous <laughs> and and um, skinny bikini, string bikini with three children, mind you, stair-step kids with a body like and, – and gorgeous and, and, a, and a lover. And anyway, montage of pictures and yes. my agent and my new book and everything else. And I looked at it, and, and I just went, wow. This is exactly what the therapist and the research was talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I'm so old. <laughs> I look at this and go, dear God, <laughs> did I have that much energy raising children and having a career and stuff. So I almost went to bed again with my turtle. Right. And went, I'm yeah. tired, man. Yeah. I just can't think back that far. But then I thought of all the peers that got this thing and I went, God. Yeah, you said she sent that probably to everybody oh, exactly, she knows. Exactly. So yeah. they sat there and... How many people she, got that? Oh, my God. And went... It, this is like, again, the social media. Right. Um, I'm not enough or not... Went mm-hmm. and looked at this and went, oh, my God. What is my life? It's only a few days into the new year, and I'm doomed. There, yeah. is, there is no hope for me. I will not have a body. I will not look like that. I will not have an agent. And so I just went, wow, this is so interesting. Because now that we begin the new year, that, um, God, do you even want to have goals or this or that? So um, (laughs) I I don't know. It was pretty cool and pretty tragic thinking about how we can't help but compare ourselves. I mean, you know how I am about evolution and and Mm -hmm. adaptation? Yeah. Why would that be in our DNA is my next... I'm going to research this, by the way. We're going to do a podcast on this. Because it kind of borders on envy, right? It is an envy thing. And, and, you know, it's like we're sitting here and we're talking about this, but I am guilty of only broadcasting when my life looks like this. I'm holding up the card that Dr. Hall... And I think a lot of, I don't know if this is a generational thing, I don't know, but I I can speak for myself that the times where I am most active on social media, where 7.7 billion people have access to my life, you know, is whenever things are going like this. So that's another interesting thing, too, where it's like, you know, you know, plenty of people right now that aren't that aren't living like this. Oh, oh, most of us know? are. Are you kidding? And, and, and we're not hearing and, from them. Those per- are the people that are getting bummed out. We've kind of hopped around lily pads, but it's pretty much about the same thing. You know, beginning um, a new decade, beginning mm. a new year. And again, uh, this is not, oh, 10 years or, oh, the year 2020. When you practice mindfulness, you change everything in a second, in a moment of awareness. So nobody, you know, and this is, there's no right or wrong way. It's just your authentic life and your purpose. That's right. the whole key to the whole deal Yeah, is your authentic life and, you, and your purpose. And like I've told a lot of my dying patients and people through the years is when, um, uh, when I'm sitting there with them or whatever, and they'll ask me a question, as I said, I'm very clear what my job is. We are all born with a song uh, uh, from the time our heart beats in our mother's wombs and it's, you know, that sound. There's a music to that, as you well know, mm-hmm. an algorithm. So that's the first thing oh, yeah. we hear. And then we start growing and then we hear her digestive tract. We hear everything. We move. But we are created with our own song 
from the other side is what I believe. Right. And it's individual, it's ours, and in that is our purpose and the meaning for our lives. So then we get born and we get assaulted, meaning you're all of a sudden you're in cold air, you're in lights, you gotta you're hungry. We talked about this before. You that poop, is such a crazy thing. And all thing. that thing is so that all of a sudden your song goes, Wow, I was listening to this loud heartbeat and the swoosh of this water and all this cool stuff swimming around. So what happens is you eat, you learn to walk, you learn to talk. And so what happens tragically is whatever that song is in our heart, it begins to fade. Mm -hmm. And I have done cardiac rehab. I did it forever. And I truly believe the core of heart disease is we lose our song. We forget our song, our original song. It's like, it's like Matthew Fox talked about original blessing. Mm-hmm. I call it original song. And I've been very, uh, very blessed to hang around with a lot of cardiologists and researchers. And I am convinced more than ever the older that I've gotten that for those of us that are in the healing, teaching profession, our calling, I hate to say profession, it makes it sound cool, like yeah, a career, yeah. is to help anyone. I don't care if it's the man going by um, that loves my brownies who picks up our garbage and um, I happen to be blessed enough to take him a cake or cookies or mm-hmm. whatever when he goes by or give him a hot cup of coffee and when it's really cold, whatever happens. Part of that is when he comes and receives that, he's going to his song, whatever that means to him. And I'm going to my song because I get to give so much love. Right. So it's all, you know, we, we I think 2020 and us beginning the new year and us talking today, it's about, and I hope hopefully what we do here at the Mindful Living Network is helping you maybe maybe guiding in some way um, your song. Like even people that I get notes from that said, you know, I never knew I could garden till you know, I came to your, you know, came to the Mindful Living Network yeah. to learn about meditation, or I came there to learn about environmental issues. But then I learned about gardening, and I don't necessarily have to do organic. See, then they learn something else. Right. So, and they're so full of joy, then the next thing, they may even start gardening, gardening. So that's part of their song that they may have lost or didn't even know that they knew. Mm-hmm. So I hope that's what you and I, and you're into music. Uh, yes, very so much I think so. don't you think it's really Im- important I, and I love the image of a song. Oh, of course and uh, it's it's kind of a cool thing because you're connected. you know it's like you say you pick up the song while you're in the womb. So it's kind of like this cool thing that's handed to you by your mother, which I think is a really cool thing. I'm a mama's boy. What's up, mom? <laughs> and I believe, of course, the true soul song happens even before you're in your mother. Yeah, we come in with our song. Because if you believe like I do, I believe in reincarnation or that you come back, that when you come into this world, mm-hmm. you come in with a propensity, with a, a type of personality, a type of energy. And I call it frequency, whether it's like a radio station, 66.8 or 99.2 or Mm 88.8. And what happens is we're born with that frequency, maybe come in with that uh, propulsion. With this vibrational energy. With that vibrational energy, beautiful vortex, whatever. And that what happens is we get lost when I say lose your frequency, your song. And the key is to love yourself back into it, not Mm. over-discipline, not torture yourself, not be on a keto, 200-calorie-a-day diet. <laughs> oh, okay, all you people on the keto, you know, give me your letters oh, and calls. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. Bring on the hate mail. And, it, and, it's, and it's New Year's, so, you know, everybody's yeah, on everybody a diet. Everybody is on keto right Everybody's now. exercising. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's on a diet. Everybody's, let me see, what are the top ones? You know, the same ones we Probably all do. diet, I would say. Oh, of course, is, is diet, exercise, then, weight, of course. So um, let's talk about some some 
there's this process that I'd like to bring in today uh, as we go to the middle to the end of this particular podcast, and it's called, uh, I call it Breaking the Cycle, Move On, It's Over, and it's a thing I came up with years ago about ending 2019 before you begin 2020, Ah. and one year and begin the other, because we slide from one to the other. We don't really stop, Mm -hmm. and I don't like touch and goes. I think you need to stop at the end of 2019. And the nice thing about Jim and I always going to that think tank is we always stop our lives and evaluate it. So I created these questions. So I thought you and I could maybe run through a few and see if you out there would like to maybe listen and answer or question your own. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah, totally. Your own life. So, um, and completing and remembering your last year, whatever that was, what was your biggest triumph? Probably... uh Investing more in my own small business and then gaining traction, getting my own clients and stuff like that. And um, so that's that's a perfect example of of your biggest triumph. So if you write that down, okay, and put mm-hmm. the top two thousand nineteen, then you keep that. So I have these back like thirty years. Oh wow! Yeah, we've done this algorithm, these questions for thirty years. Wow! So it's adorable. We spent a couple of days ago, Jim and I went through them back 20 years with the girls. Ooh. We did them with our kids, too. So it's really beautiful to watch your life unfold. And how this these were like channel markers when you're going through a river. Mm-hmm. Or going yeah, through, yeah. They kind of kept us that, yeah, you're going to float. Wind's going to come. Storms are going to come. But they kind of tethered us, you know, or were beacons right. um, in that water when it was dark or there were rocks to kind of keep us, keep us there. Um, and my biggest triumph was... Um, shifting uh, the Mindful Living Network to more of an informational site, to more of an engaging, interactive site. Uh, Because I really wanted... I started it out as an informational or as a television network. mm -hmm. And now, with the world the way it is, how we just started this podcast, I think more than ever... The dialogue. uh, The dialogue is is what we have to do. Yeah, totally. Um, And I've realized, too, instead of... Uh, also, writing with the new f- with the future of young people and everything, it's got to be more video and more interactive. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what was your biggest loss in 2019? My mm. biggest loss. Mm, you first. Okay, my biggest loss. My biggest loss would have to be my uh, my horse of 30 years. Sunset. I had to finally put her down. Oh my! She gosh. lived forever. Forever, forever. 30 years. Is that typical for a horse? No, 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 no. She lived forever. But she helped me when I started first working with really violent and at-risk inner-city kids. And never kicked, never did. These kids grabbed her all over, up under her. I mean, no matter what they did. Probably had never been around a horse. Exactly. Oh, of course. And and anyway, she taught me patience and love, and she was a fireball. And I was the only one that could ride her. She was crazy wild. And, but um, had an even temperament had an even at the same time. Wow. I really enjoyed that dichotomy. Around her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I, I, uh, she taught me more lessons in life than I can say, but she was my biggest loss. And, wow. And, um, and yours? I think I... You don't have to get too deep. If no, 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 no. This is fine. No, I think this is great because I think it's important to be... I hope our uh, the people listening get deep with themselves, right. you know? like Because I think this is a great thing. I think my biggest loss was probably I... Uh, started working with a uh, mixing engineer that I really right. looked up to for right. probably a decade. And uh, I started to work with him. One thing led to another. He fired me. That was my biggest loss. Ooh, this wow. happened in July, August. 
That's pretty painful. Yeah, it was bad because it was uh, it was something I'd been working to for several years, just trying to get in the circle to where this guy even knew me. Right. He brought me in. Things didn't work out, and that was kind of a letdown. So, uh, but those are cool things because then when you write that down, get it like we're talking about exactly two years, five years. You know, when you're Elton John or his senior, whatever. I'm just using an example. Yeah, or Taylor Swift. You can look back and go. Wow, what that taught me was, and he mm-hmm. and he did give me this. Oh yeah, and blah blah blah. Totally. So so that's why. Okay, well, uh, and again, th- these are detailed. So what we can do is, um, I'm trying to think. We can put this if you go to info at uh, mindfullivingnetwork dot com. I can send this. Uh, I can oh, have Bonner cool. or somebody send this to anybody That'd be cool. because he can see that this is a whole list of questions that I have. Oh right, totally. And um, and so the next one, which uh, is the smartest decision I made in 2019, uh, and I think maybe uh, for me that may be starting podcasts with you because uh, it's fun because that's it's really awesome. having fun. That's awesome. I, I mean, sp- I had, as you well know, I had huge contracts, big stuff go on. Yeah, no White House or uh, you know. Uh, United Nations, no big stuff like I used to, you know, the mm-hmm. big drama things. Oh, yeah, yeah. But um, this is really settling into something peaceful. And I enjoy it. it. It's very low-key, and it's like just... Right. So I I, that's for me. What I think I? smartest decision I made 2019, opening up a savings account in a separate bank from where I have my checking account. That's cool. That's <laughs> because cool. I don't touch that money. <laughs> I love it. Um, and what one word I do like this best sums up and <sighs> describes 2019 experience. Uh, short, short. It flew by. I know that's a cop out, but I don't have anything better than that. 2019 was just one of those years that went by faster than the rest. And I think what I'm going to say is perseverance. Ooh. And the reason perseverance is I had some health issues and. Uh, the daughter who I adore, we had a significant rift and uh, somewhat of an estrangement for a bit and went to family therapy and uh, it was devastating and heartbreaking and I thought I thought I was going to die of pain. Uh, after losing one daughter, this was... Ugh. And persevering through that pain was um, pretty unbelievable. And also the company... Um, mm. Persevering through the Mindful Living Network, uh, yeah. because as you well know, I pay all the bills, Jim and I do, and it's a labor of love. Um, we've never taken any venture capital or anything, and there isn't any much income. So, you right. know, the perseverance of this, something good is going to happen because the world needs the Mindful Living Network. Yeah. And again, what we just talked about at the beginning of the show is this is why we need it because of all these issues. If we don't live mindfully, we're not going to survive. We really no. aren't. Uh, it, we can think that we can survive in Estados Unidos in the United States and mm-hmm. the heck with France or the heck with this or the heck with that. It's not true. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, it's living in a fog if you really believe that. Exactly. And the greatest lesson you learned in 2019? I think I'm going to steal yours, the perseverance, because the loss that I did, um, building up my own business, I think that was um, – even though maybe that wasn't my uh, overarching word, it was definitely a theme throughout the year was like head down, mm-hmm. 
keep pressing forward. And mine would be um, the greatest lesson I learned. It, it, it was Al-Anon, meaning, mm. you know, my father, of course, an alcoholic and and family just riddled with alcoholism and addiction. And um, and I have navigated that my entire life and uh, have picked up every bad habit you can think of from it. Hmm. And a friend of mine, through this thing with our daughter, uh, that up in the middle of a cross tie at the horse barn, she looked at me and just touched my shoulder because I was crying and she, about this pain of this stuff. And she said, hey, why don't you go to Al-Anon? That's where you need to go. And I went, what? And she said, yeah, she said, everything, every way you're reacting is the way you react around addicts or alcoholics. And honey, you're empty. You can't dance any faster. You can't smile anymore. Okay, get yourself together. She said, (laughs) so uh, she sat there, took my iPhone and ordered me a bunch of Al-Anon books. And that was the biggest gift I got in 2019, because baby, I am working the 12 steps and get in your, you know, stay in my lane when I want to worry about somebody, when I want to give them direction, uh, when I think that I just know every way that their life should be. Mm-hmm. I just take a deep breath and smile and say, let go, let God. Yeah. I'm in my lane and I am not. Cause, and, and it's really, it's no joke. It's really. And, and again, what I'm learning, and I might write a book on this. Al-Anon is just not for people that live with alcoholics or addictive families or whatever. It's about life. It's about yeah, lowering yeah, your yeah. expectations for yourself and others and kindness and forgiveness and all the things that I teach under different nomenclatures, different words, different concepts. Right. Um, it's it's exactly the same thing encapsulated in one thing. So anyway, Alan, on. Uh, what was the most loving service you performed in 2019? Well, that's, uh, it, that's an everyday thing. What mm. is your biggest piece of unfinished business? Uh, what are you most happy about completing? Uh, who were the three people that had the greatest impact on your life? That's always really cool. Yes, that is a good and one. And mine's simple. Mine would be our daughter, Jim, my husband. And um, I guess the the therapist, Wendy, who kept us together when we all wanted to leave each other and fight and scream and go mm-hmm. our different ways. She refused to give up on this family. And so she... I would have to say she uh, kept us talking and loving and said over and over, would you rather be right or would you rather be loved? Would you rather oh. be right or would you rather be loved? Oh, and then we'd good. all burst out crying. <laughs> so, what I about, think for me, the three biggest people, um, probably uh, my two nephews and my girlfriend. Oh, that's interesting. I uh, One of my nephews is uh, almost two, uh, so... Uh, He's awesome, but I just had a new nephew born in August, and uh, my first two nephews. Uh-huh. So that's always just a great thing. And then, obviously, my girlfriend. We've been together for several years, so that Congrats. having thank you very much. But having someone, you know, in kind yeah. of like a long term. I say long term in air quotes right now because it probably pales. How long have you and Jim been together? Uh, we've been married 45 years. Wow. Okay. So and three madly, and a half years looks like nothing. Ridiculously <laughs> madly in love. Yeah. And we knew each other, I guess. We only had four dates, but we knew each other for two years oh, before okay. then. And the reason, that's a whole nother story. Bef- yeah, the reason yeah. we had four dates was we fell on, it was love at first sight. Oh my and gosh. Then we, Would love a podcast on the story of yes, you and then, Jim. That then would be cool. Then we had a date and... Then we uh, said, this is going to ruin our careers. This is not in the plan. And I was we were both checklist plan people. Mm-hmm. He said, hasta luego. See you later, baby. 
call me if you get engaged. And so that's kind of what happened, but that's a whole wow. other story. But yeah, a long time. Yeah. And again, uh, that's a whole other podcast. On, we can do one on relationships because that's a very cool. The, it, it's not as complicated as you think as long as, again, you keep the pillars of it. And we can mm-hmm. talk about that another time. And so anyway, this goes on. What's your biggest risk, your biggest surprise? Uh, what important relationship improved the most? What's the greatest gift you received? And what else do you have to say on 2019? So you can answer those yourself because um, we don't want to bore you. But what else do you need to say to complete 2019? I want to leave 2019 and move into 2020 with a sense of gratitude. I feel I really lucky to be where I am. You know, I've got the daily struggles that everybody deals with. I've got the student loans. I've got the, you know, the the big the big worries and I've got the the little, you know, I'm stuck in traffic worries. But I've been making progress slowly but surely and I can see the trajectory that I would like to go in my kind of personal life and in my professional mm-hmm, life. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've, I'm seeing markers of those. Cool. So, um, I'm very, uh, I have a lot of gratitude in regards to that. Okay. And the question is, what else do you need to say or do to complete 2019? So I would say, uh, with someone with my personality, it's, uh, challenge for me to say this but a victim mentality that when you are raised in an alcoholic family yeah and you um are surrounded and riddled with this in your life you can almost get a because you try to fix them you try to send them to rehab you try to help them Mm -hmm. then you get mad and you're the perpetrator you know like yeah blah blah then it's i'm the victim of what's wrong i've only tried to help you know blah blah i don't drink I haven't drank in 30, you know, you get yeah. the little mantras of, I don't, I'm such a good, per-, whatever, the whole little sob oh, yeah. story. So I'm done. I've completed the victim mentality, been there, done that. Um, again, I'm in, I'm doing Eleanor. I'm reading the workbook. <laughs> I'm working the steps. Now I have a, okay, I'm going to go to the meetings and I don't have a sponsor, so I don't want anybody to think I'm, I'm this, whatever. I'm little toe in the water, right, but it's really, right. really helping me in a different way than any of my self-help books and all my friends that are self-help gurus, all my Buddhist and Taoist monk friends that have taught me through, blah, 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 long life of, of mm-hmm. learning. This has just been like a light bulb moment. Okay, and um, creating 2020 real quickly, um, what would be your biggest triumph in 2020? And for me, that's easy. It would be getting some kind of help or uh, somebody to buy it or something for the Mindful Living Network to take it to the level Mm. it needs to be globally so people can talk and share and help each other and learn on a global basis. So the Mindful Living Network. Totally. Because I've been doing it by myself for a long time. I want that same thing. I'm going to make that mine. That would be huge. Because where I am doing, you know, uh, I freelance and do stuff in music and stuff like that. And that's that's all going the way I needed to go. This is what we're doing right here is the thing that I'm doing that I see some of the greatest potential for and I want that to happen. Oh. Maybe I'm getting impatient. No, I, I love know. it. We I want your energy in, in it. Work. I, I know I know it. there's work to be put in, but like I want the next thing to happen here, you oh, know. Oh, that makes I'm me excited want to cry. for that. What advice would you like to give yourself in 2020? 
um, for me, I'm shifting from working my whole entire life, I think, from conception, uh, at trying to prove that I was smart, because I was, but mm. back when I grew up, smart girls were dangerous and got in trouble and <laughs> made better I grades imagine. than the boys, and yeah. um, I thought way too much further than they did and dreamed, and so um, I that led into Wall Street, into my entire life of of an energy. There's an energy of always proving that you're smart. Like, yeah, I know I'm attractive. I know I'm this, but I'm smart. And and you don't say it. You know, it's not verbal. You would never verbally say it. It's oh, just no. proving it, whether it's dissertations or articles or this. There's an energy of exhaustion. No, oh, I'm so, sure. So um, my therapist, not my family therapist, my other therapist. <laughs> <laughs> this is not an original thought. A couple of weeks ago, that's what she said. She said, what I wish for you more than anything is you can give up this energy of being smart and shift to wisdom. You are wise. You deserve it. Mm. You've w- worked your whole life. And she said, so feel the energy shift from being smart to wise. And you're the wise woman. So accept it and move into that space. So to me, um, that's the advice I'm going into this year. Because, again, whether it was Time Magazine, Medical Division, or somebody calling me mm-hmm. about an article last week or whatever, yeah. I snapped. It's like a switch. <gasps> I've got to show them I'm smart. Yeah. I'll write this article. It'll be relevant. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> instead of, are you joking? It's all, I'm wise. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding? And then I, my whole energy changed to this laughter, peaceful, and I did it with great joy. And uh, Rachel called me back and just went, oh, my God, this is yeah, fabulous. Yeah, and they love the content. Yeah, exactly. So win-win. Um, what would you like to complete in 2020? How would you most like to change? What would you like most to change about yourself in 2020? I'd like to get on a better sleep schedule. Well, that's great. I It's not that my sleep schedule is like I stay up too late and I sleep too late. My sleep schedule is um, just non-consistent. Some, some weeks I wake up at 6 a.m. Some weeks I sleep till noon. <laughs> and uh, it's just really inconsistent. Yeah, and it's I know that seems very no. basic, but no, no, I'd really like for that. To, I'd well, like to just go to bed at like 11 o'clock okay, every night. Sleep and wake manages, up every as night you well know, manages your life. When we're knowing of more course. about sleep every day. So yeah. I wish that would be on everybody's. If, if you sleep, your life will change forever. If you don't sleep, again, it's, it's mm-hmm. a uphill battle. I literally bought a pillow yesterday and I was so excited about I'm buying a pillow. I feel like that's something I had been sleeping on the same pillow for, I think like seven years Ooh. and I slept so good last night, Dr. Hall. I swear, like this is the first night on this pillow. It was like a vacation. Oh, I love this. It's so cool and like memory foamy. It's awesome. Where'd you find it? BB&B. Yeah. Bed Bath & Beyond. Okay, I've got to go over there. 20% off coupons. Okay, yeah. I've They're all on sale right now. Okay, well, I'll head over there. Well, Seriously, okay. <laughs> I need, we need new pillows. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. on my way. They're all on sale right now. Uh, what would you like to change about yourself? I'd like to be stronger physically, and yeah, that includes weight, but stronger. Like, you know, back like I used to, I was much more disciplined on mm. lifting weights. Yeah. Different types of weights, getting on my tread climber, stronger. I walk every single day of my life, but I want to be stronger in my spiritual practices. I need to get more. I went to a women's meditation class last night. It was amazing. Mm. So I'd like to get more back into my devoted spiritual practices because um, I had that brain injury in 2009 and was on uh, antidepressants like Prestique for God. 
eight years. Wow. And then I had seizures, so I was on Lamectal and uh, because of the brain injury and all kinds of stuff. So I've come off that, so my uh, brain is kind of messed up because it's been on that for so long oh, and all yeah. those medicines. Oh, yeah. So, um, and for some reason, I've had a really difficult time with spiritual practices, whatever changed in my brain from it being smashed. So anyway, I need to go back, and I know they work, and I do them, but yeah. I need to do more of them. And what are you looking forward to learning in 2020? And um, I think for me, that's just got to be like compassion and love with what's going on in the world. Because mm. for an example, when I saw those animals killed in Australia, I got rage and anger. And then the whole climate change thing made me angry and rageful. And then I realized we may be in a war again. Mm. And my brother was in the Vietnam era and my cousin's who were damaged mentally for the rest of their lives. Oh, my gosh. Um, and, and so I have, and I, I marched in the Vietnam protests, mm-hmm. which was uh, Kent State. It was oh, yeah? a tragic death. Yeah. Wow. Uh, horrible, horrible things. So I've got to learn, instead of reacting with triggers of anger, I have got to choose a new method because the world is just getting more chaotic um, because I want to save everybody. I want to, you know, my rescue operations. I want to save people. I want to mm-hmm. save animals. I want to save everything. But I have to react and do uh, more of a compassion, you know, more of a compassion something, more of a uh, love compassion thing. Oh. Mine would mirror that, but um, sometimes, uh, but I, mine would mirror that, but on a small scale, the one on one interpersonal. Sometimes I really just get. You know, I like to dream and think big about all these great things I want to be accomplishing and these these uh, paths that I've set and these um, goals that I've set for myself. And I lose sight of uh, just appreciating the one-on-one interpersonal communication with people. So um, I think that's... I think that's yeah. what I'm going to le- le- uh, look forward to learning is learning more about the person sitting across the table and, from and me. something else while you were talking just now i thought of is another thing is hope it's really hard when this stuff starts piling up we have you know an election cycle again the fires oh, yeah. climate change we have the war thing to to lose hope too that yeah. that kind of dries up um you, you know like a little puddle and the gets sucked yeah. into it so yeah yeah um and what do you think the biggest risk the mirror side of that is getting bitter and angry yeah. Oh, the biggest risk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> probably, probably the same things that I'm looking forward to. If, if in my mind those things don't come to fruition, things like in my career, I feel like that could be a risk. Uh, and there, there are more. Uh, what about your work? What are you most committed to changing and improving? Mm. What uh, great undeveloped talent do you have that you're going to explore in 2020? What brings you the most joy, and how are you going to do it and have more fun in 2020? Uh, for me, that is definitely. Uh, we have horses. We're in the breeding training, mm. whatever business. But I don't ride anymore, and I used to ride all the time. Uh. And then I had my brain injury, and I couldn't ride for a while because I had no balance. And it's not cool to get a seizure. When your horse is racing down the road. No, it's not. It's very not. <laughs> it's happened. It's very not. Sounds dangerous. <laughs> and so, um, I'm, but I'm ready. And then comes a fear of her getting hurt. So I'm right. back on the horse again because, um, and then my horse died, sunset, which I said. So I need to get back on, back in the saddle again. Literally. Literally back, back in, in the, the saddle, saddle again. What about you? I think for mine would be just uh, picking up my guitar more. You know, I played a lot oh, in high school yes. and college and then got into the whole audio geeky side of things. Things and uh, 
being a musician largely affects how I work with audio because right. I feel like it gives me an empathy towards yes. working with an artist yes. because it's a very vulnerable thing. You're literally like presenting right. your art to a stranger like me that's like, <laughs> I'm going to hit record. So I think doing that not only – it. I enjoy playing and I enjoy what it does for me, but then also I think it will make me a more empathetic, you know, collaborator whenever I work with people. I love that. Yeah. And so we'll end up with the question, what one word would you like to have as your theme in 20? Grandiose. Seriously? It's going to be grandiose. I just, I'm not going to settle for the, oh, well, I made ends meet or, uh, you know, I just kept things going with my relationship. No, I want to, um, and I've got plans for that, which will lead us into a future episode. But And what, what I call that is instead of a theology or spirituality of scarcity, like, oh, I just got this. It's abundance. Mm. That you expect abundance. Yes, you I do. You expect that. I want a cornucopia of goodness. Exactly. And the law of attraction. So the more you feel that, the more you'll bring in the abundance. The more that people have a theology of scarcity that I barely make it, I can barely make it, I'm barely going to make it, and it's based on fear, it really does have a oh, yeah. devastating effect. And for me, what I said, I'm moving from uh, spending my whole life with the exhaustion of smart to wisdom. That is what my word is this year. And what is really nice is when you do this process with somebody else, they remind you. So Jim and I do this together and our daughter. And so through the year, when I lose my way or do something, you'll go, what's your word? Oh. What's your word? And so it's really kind of cool. And then about midway, we pull them out, like about June, May, June. We, yeah. we pull them back out, look at them, what we've done on this sheet. And then we uh, kind of re-up. And say, wow, this is really interesting with a lot of grace and love and laughter. Yeah. And uh, and that's also the cool thing about you having your be- beloved and me having one is it's nice. And if you don't have a partner like we happen to, we're right, very blessed, right. that mine is a friend, a neighbor, a child, somebody that you're close enough to, they'll want to do it. Yeah. And then you can explore yourself or a community. I have a tribe that meets and we do it as a tribe. And then we hold ourselves accountable. So um, mine one year was joy. So for one month, I got a purple pen and I wrote joy on, because I'm a writer, I wrote it on my hand where I had to see it every time I typed and every time I wrote. Oh, that's actually a really good idea. And again, for me, I'm going from smart to wisdom. I can feel the change of smart energy. It's like a tight Mm -hmm. to wisdom is like opening the floodgates. Relaxation. And allowing it. Yeah. Because it's it's your higher self and you just being one and you just literally download a man. So awesome. I don't know if we did any good today, but welcome to the new year and ending last year and a yes. decade. And a decade. And beginning a new one. Because Guys. it's exciting and and we want everybody to bring light and love into the world and please, whatever we do, uh Contact us. We want to grow. We want to know what the world needs. Totally. Let us know any future ideas. You know, uh, reach out to us. If you uh, want to get this list, do the list on your own. Get a friend or a loved one and hold each other accountable. Um, If you guys want to check us out on the website, check out mindfullivingnetwork.com or ourmln.com. My name is John Bailey, and this is the way I see it. And I am Dr. Kathleen Hall. Thanks for joining us.